This is episode 10. And can you believe that we are already on episode 10? I can't. I mean, to me, the day I uploaded episode one and I said that I can't believe I'm starting a podcast. And here we are today that I'm uploading end of season one. Woohoo! <laughs> Feeling amazing. So this is a special episode just because it's episode 10. But I bet there are going to be a lot more coming up. I also just want to clarify that it might be season one, but we will not be breaking between seasons and we will continue our podcast journey seamlessly. where we talk about everything from food photography, styling to business and mindset. After 15 years as an architect, I switched careers and I'm now a professional food stylist and food photographer based in Singapore. I'm also the founder of the business My Food Lens, where we help clients elevate their brand through drool-worthy photos. My motto is, put your best food forward. Well, here on this podcast, I promise to keep it raw and real and hope you find your answers, action and inspiration as we move through the episodes. This is episode 10 and today we are talking about how to grow on Instagram the right way. There's always a wrong way to do things and there's always a right way to do things. We are going to talk about the right way, baby. All right, guys. So Instagram, I mean, who doesn't love Instagram? Uh, honestly, who doesn't hate Instagram? <laughs> we all have a love-hate relationship with Instagram. Like, don't you agree? I, I do. All right. So you know how on one side, like, it's just, it's given us such a fabulous platform to showcase our work. And, you know, there are like a million users that we can put our art, our creativity in front of. And it's actually, it's given birth to new professionals like influencers. But, but I'm sure you also realize that it's created this unnecessary rat's race. It's created this unnecessary pressure. Oh gosh. Anyway, can you believe that you know, until maybe even four years ago, I had never used Instagram. I had no idea what Instagram was. You know, one day my sister, she uh, told me about this very cool platform that was all about visuals. It was about photographs. And I was I was intrigued. I was interested. And honestly, the most intriguing, intriguing part about Instagram to me was that you go in, you post a photo. All right. And it's out in this mystical world. And in amongst the millions of users, millions of people on the platform, anyone can view your photo just by searching for a hashtag. So you are putting your work out and anyone can access it. Like, how cool is that? It was such a fabulous platform for creators to get seen that, honestly, I can't even imagine how things were, you know, before Instagram now. I can't even imagine how difficult it was in our parents' era. You know, how did they ever get their art seen? I mean, there were so many limited ways at that time. So, 
So we are very lucky. We are very lucky to have access to something like Instagram, especially for us creatives who who make visual work, you know. So papers, newspapers were there and magazines were there. But for us who are constantly creating something artistic and photography, like honestly, I feel like that's where Instagram has really come in as such a power punch you know so so that's why when i joined instagram i was like wow boss this is great i can take photos of food and just share them here for foodies from around the world to enjoy these photos like how awesome is that <laughs> not that there were any great photos i mean literally i was taking a break from architecture and i was cooking a lot because i'd missed cooking when i was working full time and so i was cooking a lot and i wanted to photograph what i cooked so i just used my phone and i took some lousy photos and i never ever thought that one day i would be doing this professionally so i started posting them and just like within a few weeks into posting on instagram I began to get connected to the foodie community, to the people who were interested, or so I thought, in my um, in my photos. So there were accounts that began to follow me, and I followed them back as well. I was I was pretty naive, I will say that. But and honestly, I thought it was curtsy. I thought it would be rude if I didn't follow them back. So I followed them back whenever they followed me, and I was like, "Ooh, this is fun!" I was I was having fun. It was actually very refreshing for me to be away from you know the stress of architecture. This was a whole new world for me. I had never been so active on on any social media platform. Platform. So Instagram was just fabulous. I was enjoying myself and I had absolutely no agenda of being on social media. I wasn't trying to grow any followers. I wasn't trying to get any more likes. I was just there to enjoy the pleasure of sharing my work. You know, that was all that I was there for. So I kept growing and I kept getting connected to accounts from around the world. And it was all fun and nice, you know, but there were times or rather there were mornings when I would actually, I, I would have gone to sleep with like, let's say about 300 followers and I would wake up with only 270. Strange, right? Weird. And it happened over and over again. And then it didn't take me very long to understand that aha, uh-huh, as much fun as Instagram was, it was a game, a dirty game, <laughs> a game to grow more followers and to get more likes. Oh, that was so disappointing. I didn't want to play that game. It was exhausting. I mean, I hate stress. I was stressed in my previous job and then I come back and social media was so fun and suddenly it was like exhausting. Uh, but but since I wasn't there on, you know, with any agenda, I was just having fun. So I was like, Okay, I'll just continue this way. I'll just continue sharing. But I also became very wary of which accounts I followed and which ones I, I, I didn't. So I was a little bit more wise as I moved forward. And, and there was a certain realization that came to me over time, you know, especially in the first few months of using Instagram. And that was that there was actually this fight for territory on Instagram. And it just baffled me because, you know, the platform has like over a million users. And I remember just thinking to myself, what's the fight for? I mean, there is room for everyone here. There's a place for everyone. There's no need to fight. You know, so that was the mindset when I came to Instagram. And over the past few years, that's where I have been. 
I've only tried to keep myself positive and to have a healthy relationship with it, even though it has been stressful and it has been difficult at, at times. But I've, I've been very mindful. I've been very intentional about things, which is why I'm sharing this episode with you today. You know, I know it is all very like it's easier said than done to not feel competitive or to not compare yourself to another one on the platform. And, you know, these numbers, they can really bring out a very negative side of us. And if you're nodding, if you can relate to this, then then you absolutely need to listen to the rest of the episode because that negativity, the numbers, the negativity, they it's only natural to feel that way. And even the best of Instagrammers, even those who have like a hundred thousand followers, even they feel this way. So guys, we are not alone. This is the part of being on social media. This is the mental game of social media. And, you know, having seen this whole follow and followness, the the game that is around it, it is messy. And there are better ways of growing on Instagram. and and, And that better way is honestly by building a community, by finding our own tribe. You know, so I believe that growing our follower count should never really be a primary purpose of being on Instagram because we know how fickle algorithms can be. We cannot trust them. And to be honest, the the main reason is that when we don't grow, it only causes disappointment and it causes more comparison and it causes even more frustration. And that's not what we want. That's not why we want to be on Instagram. We want there for a positive experience, which is why I'm now going to share exactly how we need to grow on Instagram the right way. The number one thing that I suggest doing in order to grow on Instagram is to know your purpose. You know how I believe in this mantra. You know how I apply it to everything that I do in life and for God's sake, 100% applied on social media too. So the number one thing that I would suggest doing is to know your purpose, is to ask why you really want to grow on Instagram. Why do you want more people to follow you and what will it bring to you and to them? So it's very important to be clear in our purpose so that number one, We are very targeted in our approach on social media. And two, we can avoid all that unnecessary disappointment, all that unnecessary frustration. All right. So it is important to ask, why do I want to grow my Instagram account? And then you come up with your answer. Like your answer could be uh, because I'm breaking into the influencer marketing world and I want to work with clients as an influencer, and only a certain number of followers will qualify me for it. Now, that is a valid reason. Now, that totally makes sense. If influencer marketing is your purpose, then you might not only need to have a minimum number of followers, but you can actually be targeted in what content you post and then try and establish that influencership through your captions. You know what I mean? So basically in this process, by applying this process, you will not only like get notice for what you want to be hired for, and that is to market a product, talk about a certain product. So you will not only get notice for what you want to be hired for, but you will also end up attracting the right audience that is actually interested in that content 
and you will automatically grow. So by knowing your purpose, you're not only growing, you're growing the right way. And that is by creating and sharing the content that is true to what you want to do. That is what will bring you closer, not just to your ideal audience. It will bring you closer to your ideal client. Now, that is a real win, isn't it? All right. So that is one purpose that you could have, but you could have, you know, another purpose. Let's say that your purpose of growing is just to be able to create and share with like a like-minded people, all right, to have a connection with like-minded group and to really find inspiration because what you create is for a hobby, you know, let's say for now it's just a hobby and you're looking for inspiration, you're looking for connection. Well, then clearly numbers should not be your primary agenda there. Numbers should be secondary because what should be primary is who is in that community, who is inspiring you and who are you inspiring. Now that would match your purpose. That would be important and that would bring you back to the connection that you're looking for. Numbers would never ever bring you back the connection or the inspiration that you're looking for, right? Now, having said that, I have to say that numbers, they may have a small role to play if you intend to help your community in some way. Like, let's say you want to answer their questions by, say, creating a tutorial, or maybe you, maybe, maybe you just want to launch a course at some point. And for that... Yes, it 100% might be a good idea to reach as many people as possible. But again, they have to be the right people that you're reaching because reaching the, uh, you know, 10 right people is more important than reaching 90 people who really don't care, who are really not interested in learning from you. So being being very clear what your niche is, that what what is the kind of help that you can provide, what is the kind of tutorial that you would want or what is the kind of course that you would want to provide to your audience? Once you know all of those, which are part of determining like what's your purpose, then you know what kind of audience you are targeting. You know who you want to reach out to and what are the right kind of people that you want to grow your following with. And if by chance you do fall into the numbers game and that you start uh, targeting a lot more people than the right kind of people, well, they might only be interested in that follow and follow game, which is not worth your time. It is not worth your stress or your effort. So even if you want to just grow your community, even if you just want a connection for whatever your reason is, it is still important to know what's your purpose. All right. So if you're building a community to share, to find inspiration as a hobbyist, it would be my suggestion, my advice, my appeal, like whatever you want to call it, to not fall into the numbers trap. It will only suck away the joy of creating, you know. So let me let me tell you a scenario. Like, let's say you take a beautiful picture, right? You've spent hours creating it and uh, you know that it's work that you're proud of, all right? So it's a beautiful picture or, or perhaps it's a recipe. You know, it's your grandmother's recipe for generations. Your relatives and friends have enjoyed it and you know it's the recipe of your life, all right? And you put it out on Instagram, your purpose for sharing, right, to the community. And you're very proud of it. But oops, the response is not so 
great. There are not too many likes and there is um, not very high engagement and, and you're disappointed. I mean, that's what happens, right? You begin to sort of think, uh, well, you, you begin to doubt yourself. You begin to think, was that photo not good enough? Like, was that recipe not good enough? What was lacking in it? You know, you start doubting yourself. You start second guessing yourself. But trust me, it takes another level of strength, another level of being secure about your work, about who you are, to not be affected by those numbers. Your community, no matter how big it is, will have so much more respect for you when this side of you is reflected in your Instagram presence. Because people like the genuine. And if you are that, your audience will love you. And anyway, the algorithms keep changing. If gaining more followers becomes your primary purpose, you know what will happen? Your art will become your secondary purpose. And I am certain that is not what you want. That is not even the thought with which you started your Instagram account. Am I right? So it is so important to build a community the right way by connecting to those who bring their positivity to us, you know, those who appreciate our work, those who inspire us. And building such connections is actually the key to staying happy and healthy on Instagram, really. You know, as creators, we need our tribe. We need our community. And thank God for Instagram that we can now create such a community, that we have access to such a community, a community that understands us, that can actually share our struggles and our wins with us. So I'll tell you something that happened with me, which is why I'm saying, you know, this whole big speech about why we need a community. So, you know, this past summer, I got featured in Thrive Magazine summer issue. Thrive Magazine is probably the world's top vegan magazine. And to be in that magazine was like one of my life ambitions, I can say. (laughs) And I not only made it like there was not just a feature of my recipes, but I also made it to the cover, which was crazy. The magazine was all over the United States. I think it was in UK and Europe as well. So I was going nuts with excitement. Like I was dancing, shrieking. My husband thought I'd gone mad. And honestly, my heart was racing in disbelief. Like I, it was beating so fast because this was huge. All right. So anyway, with all of that pumping <laughs> going on, that night, uh, very close friends of ours, they came over, they came home for dinner. All right. So we sat around, we were drinking wine. And obviously, there was a lot of excitement in my voice. And they asked me and I told them all about the magazine and the feature. So they were like, Oh, can we see the magazine? They saw the magazine and they loved it. And they were very happy for me. But I felt like they didn't quite get what the fuss was about. Like, Okay, it's a magazine. Yes, there's a food photo on the cover. But why is it a big deal? Like that was so hard for me to explain to them or to communicate with them. And it was not their fault. It was just because they were from a different field. They didn't know much about food photography or the, or the you know, or the magazine editorial world. So that's how it went. But then I came onto Instagram and I shared this big news with everybody in my community. And just like that, everybody got it instantly. They could immediately relate to it. You know, they understood the amount of work it took and they understood 
what what that achievement meant and that's why i say that a community is our strength because we are all creatives in the same field and um, instagram is this amazing platform that allows us to build that community but you know what's important to build it the right way so that we actually create a community for ourselves that cheers for us and we take pride in doing the same for them i think that's important as well so growing on instagram has its own benefits and but growing it the right way i think that's what's most important so whatever your reason for growing might be whether it's influencership growing a uh, you know a launching a course whether it is just finding inspiration whatever your reason is there are three ways that you can build a larger and a stronger community all right so number 1 the most powerful way to build your community is by creating killer content your work is like literally the most important part of the puzzle so as you get better like in fact we need to work on getting better at our art we need to practice our skills and and then we need to keep presenting our beautiful our inspiring work to the community that is actually waiting for it the to, you know, that community is actually sitting there they want to see your work because they like you because they enjoy interacting with you because your work inspires them in some way and that is the best way to grow because there is clearly no alternative to good quality work and quality is 100% over quantity on instagram that just has to be your mantra so as long as we just keep putting out our best work possible it does not mean that we need to create undue pressure on ourselves to create work that is uh, not true to ourselves but basically just creating killer content the best that we can and with time we just keep getting better and you will realize that as you get better there will be more people wanting to see your work there'll be more people who will start finding inspiration in your work and that is why since instagram is a visual platform we have to make sure that our number one priority has to uh, be to share killer visual content there is absolutely no alternative to that all right so once you have your visual killer content there is another layer that you can add and that second way of adding or enhancing that growth is by writing a really thoughtful caption so when you already have good killer visual content and you add a thoughtful caption to it you make it irresistible because words have a power in them they have emotion in them i know people say that you know a picture is like worth a thousand words but words can bring emotion that actually sometimes pictures can't and especially food pictures you know you might have memories attached to it you might have uh, so many emotions attached to a certain food and use words to your advantage to bring that out so along with your beautiful inspiring work just take a few more minutes to write something meaningful something that will add value to your community you know just like just share a thought just share an experience um maybe maybe share the background of the food or or just anything that resonates and is true uh about you all right so let's say that you've made a chocolate cake and and don't don't just go and say 
chocolate cake in the caption. I mean, if you go and say, write those two words, chocolate cake in the caption, you're going to get a one word response. Yum, delicious, delish. You might get some emoticons too. So if you don't want that, that is not the kind of engagement we want. We want heartfelt, true and inspiring engagement, right? So instead of just saying chocolate cake, what if you go and write something just special about probably, I don't know, maybe the cocoa that you used or how you turned that cake into a healthy recipe or, you know, or, or maybe it's you already have a full-time job. This is your hobby. So write about how tired you were, but how inspired you were to come and come back and create this cake or this photo. Or, or you know, talk about something funny, like how you saved it from your children for the photo. So now that adds something. That adds value. That will bring engagement. It will engage your audience. It will them, tell them just a little bit more about your thoughts, your process. And a caption can add so much to your photo that the next time you actually post, your audience will look forward to your caption, not just your visual work. And I, I can say that that is, that is so powerful, really. That is the way to connect to somebody, right? You know what else is a good way to connect to somebody? I'll tell you in point number three. Whenever we are making top-notch content, we are making it for somebody, right? We are making it for a community. And you know what is the way to build that community? is by nurturing the community that we already have. So instead of playing games and requests, like literally, like go and check out the work of your community, of your audience, see what they are doing and leave something fun, some, you know, maybe a thoughtful comment on their picture. I know it sounds like likes, comments or whatever, but honestly, it shows that you have taken the time to appreciate their work as well. This is a mutual experience. It's you're, you're not just taking, you're giving back. You let them know that you appreciate them because we cannot take our audience for granted. We exist on social media because they do. So show your community a little respect and even help them at every single chance possible. Because hello, isn't that what a community is about? Because this is the way you will not only just grow your audience, but you will grow out of true goodwill of people. And that can, there's nothing more satisfying for a creator and for an artist than that. So this is what I have done to grow on social media. And I know that I don't have a very large community today or 100,000 followers, but I could not be happier for the community that I have today. I mean, they're genuine and absolutely amazing and we cheer on each other. And, and if you've seen me on Instagram, you know that I truly, truly mean this. Right, guys? So a quick recap on what we talked about today, about growing on Instagram the right way. Well, the first thing that you need to ask yourself is what is your purpose of wanting to grow on social media? Is it for a professional reason? Are we selling a course or a product to our audience? Or do we really want to just share our work and inspire others for the joy of creative living? So once you've figured out your purpose, Stay on track. You create content that matches your purpose and what you would like to be known for and create content that is irresistible to your audience. And then also don't ever forget to give back the love and to respect 
um, the and, and not just the love, the respect that you receive on the platform. So this way you will stay satisfied. You can you can stay healthy on social media and you'll be able to keep the joy in creating. That will always remain the primary in your social media experience, right? And the fear of numbers or the stress of numbers will not impact your creativity or it will not make you second guess your own potential. Your community will grow and you have to remember that even slow growth is growth. That slow progress is progress. So remember that your community will grow and it will grow with intention and it will grow the right way. So hope you enjoyed this episode and I really hope that you found it useful and in some way, I hope that it takes away the pressure of numbers that we forever feel on social media. I've been there too and I totally get it. All right, so if if you enjoyed this episode, if you found it helpful, I would appreciate if you could please subscribe and leave me a review on whichever platform you might be listening. And if you're an Apple podcast person or an iTunes person, I have a special and uh, request for you. And that is if you could please, please, please rate, review and subscribe on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me. I would be so grateful because uh, that is a very important platform and that way this podcast would be able to reach more listeners and uh, it'll help me grow bigger, better and get better guests for you. So guys, just a small request for all you Apple Podcast listeners. All right, I will take your leave, but I'll see you next week with another episode. Until then, bye-bye.